What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again, and welcome to the All About It podcast. And with me, as always, is Ariel. How about it? Here I am. I am clapping, and I am ready. How about how is How's your... How are you doing? Are you doing all right? I'm doing good. We got back into town, and I literally did nothing yesterday. That's good. Not That's good. a thing. Did we download Disney Plus Sunday morning before you left for football? I think so. And you just like left me with it for the day? I did. Good on you. What did you end up watching anything? <laughs> yeah, the Imagineering story. What's that all about? I think that's what it's called, the Imagineering story. Is it like the history of Disney? Yeah, so the first episode is an over an hour long and it's basically a really in-depth documentary of building Disneyland. Wow. And how much money it cost. I think it was $17 million, and they were triple over budget. Whoa. Yeah. But then, like, the first... I don't want to ruin it if you want to watch it. There's so many other details. But basically, it was so busy on opening day that it was, like, the Mark Twain boat was sinking because of how many people got on it at once. Huh. Like, horrible. (laughs) Well, yeah, and they probably didn't have a lot of regulations on how many people should be on that thing. Yeah, and people were writing out counterfeit tickets, and then the park was at a fuller capacity than than it needed to be. Those it was were the hor- days. Yeah, I bet, replay. But they're doing a bunch of other stuff in that park. Oh, I, Guaranteed. Is this like drama train right now? <laughs> you got a problem with the train? Yeah, it's really Oh, no. <laughs> if you know anything about us, we are pro-train people. Yeah. Um, train's great. You know what's funny about this track? is that we've only been on one of them. I've never been on an Amtrak before. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I've been on an Amtrak. When? I've been, uh, the, it's the Amtrak that rides from Los Angeles down here to San Diego. Oh, that's right. The Surfliner, I believe it's called, is an Amtrak train. We had a job with Netflix and you had to take the train home and then I had to drive home later. Cause Very I was pleasant experience. I, I got, I have nothing but good things to say about it. A train, you know? I haven't even gotten to the part where they say choo-choo, <laughs> you know. Oh That's God. probably one of my favorite uh, uh, transportation sounds is a choo-choo. All right, Disney Plus. The other thing was right when we downloaded it, it has like all the original movies, like from the 90s that we love. All the Disney movies, yeah. All the Disney Channel original movies that we loved. There you go. I mean, Smart House, come oh, on. And then you know what? It's got all of the those old like sport, like feel-good sport movies. Like, remember the Titans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rookie of the Year? Yeah, you can watch those. God, just so good. <laughs> so good. Also, that, what's that Star Wars thing called that you were really excited about? The Mandalorian, baby. Okay, do you wanna... Shout out to the Mandalorian. <laughs> do you want to know at what point I was totally turned off by that? Minute one, minute, minute two? I would guess that's about right. It was whenever the guy in the cantina was like, Wajavana Maya, pretty early on. It's pretty early like on. Like George Lucas's secret language where only octopus heads can talk like that. Not, <laughs> not going to lie. Mandalorian was great. I loved every, ladies, I loved every minute of it. Ladies, hey, and guys. Episode one. Out. What a great cliffhanger ending, huh? And by huh, I mean, I don't know who I'm talking to. I guess I'm talking to you, dear listener, if you listen to him. I'm certainly not talking to my wife over here who could care less about the Mandalorian. I just want to watch Imagineering Story and watch footage from the 50s of people making animatronics okay did you know that pirates of the caribbean the ride the people that they made for that ride like the people that are robots yeah are the original like 60s wow yeah wow, wow. wow. 
how about that? <laughs> can you believe it? Yeah. Yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah. All that money that you talked about, they could probably afford to uh, do an upgrade. That Some money. Of those animatronics. That money back then, I can't even comprehend. Oh, yeah. With like inflation. And but everything. when you think about Disneyland and what it is, like in the castle and all the people it took to build the thing and paying people and everything is just like he Walt Disney took out just so many he had to sell his house in Palm Springs he had to just like get money somehow to make Disney work and then it worked so well obviously that they just started building Disney World it's still working out you know this Disney plus is a real game changer yeah you know the fact that they they really they got it all yeah they got it all I'm uh, you know shout out to Netflix and Amazon Prime, Hulu, all of these other yeah. competitors. If I was any of them, I'd be kind of worried right now. We just got rid of Hulu, actually. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Disney Plus is so convenient. It's got the Marvel stuff. I mean, we, we could go trap. on. We could go on, on. We're not the only people that are singing the Disney Plus praises right now. Oh yeah. So congratulations to the overwhelming release, Disney Plus. Thank you for everything that you do. Aladdin was great. Other than that, I'm just tired from last night because of our shouting man downstairs. Oh, yeah. You ever... so bad. You ever ever have, like, a crazy man that's just decided to... outside your window. Sleep outside your window. (laughs) It sounds so... It sounds like we live in a not good place. We do not live in a good place. Well, you know, it's kind of a hit or miss. You know, and then you wonder yourself, like, okay, he's done yelling now. And then, like, ten minutes later, he's back to it. And you're like, okay, now he's done. But this time was different because usually, for some reason, they like to yell profanity right around three in the morning. (laughs) And... Like, clear their throat really uh, loudly. really gross. On this particular morning, you know, he woke me up around 3.30 and I was, like, kind of just tossing and turning. I was like, oh, crap. Well, it's going to take me a minute to fall back asleep. And he just kept going. And I think I was awake for two hours. And then by the time I woke, my alarm went off at 6.30 and I got up out of bed and I opened the window and I heard him and I was like, He was still there. This dude is on fire. This girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, that guy, I felt really bad for the guy. And then when the first group of cops came, you know, <laughs> shout out to Oceanside PD doing their job, you know, protecting and serving and whatnot. And they went down there and they confronted the guy. I was like, oh, good. They'll they'll take care of this. And they just kind of left him there. But right when he started talking to the cops, he had like a normal speaking voice and he didn't seem like he was yeah, nothing, yelling or being weird. Nothing's going to get a crazy man acting pretty sober and sane than two big cops that are like talking, talking to him like, hey, man, what are you doing here? Oh, well, actually, sir, I am yeah. just enjoying the pleasant... Uh, sunset and sunrise here by the beach so it was the same dude where in the middle of the night he was like "Ah, ah, ah, you mother ah." (laughs) that same guy when the cops came up to him he was like hey guys yeah i have a family here's my wallet you know no big deal yeah (laughs) it's like what yeah you know same guy he took every opportunity but yeah we're okay hey no yeah no we're great we're blessed to live here by the beach it's just one of those things. <laughs> you know, about one or two days a year, we will get we'll get that. And it's a little more than that. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I really, you know, late at night, I kind of want to yell back, but then I don't want to get into. I don't want to go down to his level or 
bring him up to my whatever level he's on i'm not not really trying to get on it that was level. just one of those nights where i was so exhausted that i couldn't even like get up to get my earplugs and that just sounds so dramatic <laughs> right? but my fault you well know? you know what we the whole time I, when i woke up i was like gosh you know we have we got a lot of work to do you know, this guy's just yelling and he seems like he's so passionate and he's he's worried about something. It's like, you haven't, what are you worried about? Buddy? If I needed to hire a yeller, he'd be, oh my God. he'd be in. He would get the job immediately. Professional yeller. Old yeller. You know, <laughs> Old yeller. what is this episode all about? <laughs> Today's episode is all about running an online shop, Ye- a.k.a. our print shop. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he's got an online uh, Heel? store. Yeah probably has an etsy yeah probably you know puts together all the knickknacks he finds and goes to a starbucks and sells them online that's what i would do yeah i would start a a homeless etsy shop actually we do see a lot of really cute free items on street corners where we live it's true yeah i've donated to those such free locations and you guys i'm not even kidding things get snatched up within minutes minutes things go so quickly here one hour and they're gone yeah a nice hat, perhaps a belt, a chair, a vase of some kind. Uh, for some reasons, uh, the mattresses stick around for a few yeah, days. Yeah, the mattresses, they're like, eh, I won't. <laughs> We've never done that. We no. we like call the city and they we schedule a pickup and do it right. But man, it's, you know, I'll always remember this time in our lives as being just the most random, fun, beachy moment in our 20s. <laughs> so happy. In early 30s. Well, you know. You did something great, which is you reached out to some people, and we actually had a bunch of people reach out to us about this very topic, this very question. It sounds like there's just a lot of energy out there, people starting their own store, starting their own enter Starship Enterprise. Which and you know we're all about. We love Starship Enterprises. I just, well, you don't. Don't pretend like you do. Yeah. But um, Anything that looks like a fish head, I just can't get over. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but truth be told, there's nothing that we really love more than hearing that people are starting branching off and doing their own thing you know saying goodbye to this life and starting a new one in a a way and it's so it takes a lot of guts a lot of balls and i I just think it's the coolest thing yeah i do too i really i was just listening to mike tyson he was on the joe rogan podcast and he talked about how you have to say goodbye to your old self in order to essentially say hello to the newer better version of yourself. well and that just that doesn't just go for launching like a new business that's anything in life mm-hmm. so i really liked that too that yeah. was very inspiring of mr tyson right <laughs> just like that face tattoo he had he had, oh, yeah, also he's right. a deep thinker <laughs> deep thinker and uh, a professional boxer former heavyweight champion of the world oh really quick before i forget i did just want to mention that i have been put in my place and learnt is in fact a real word definitely a word so sorry about that i didn't do my research and we're moving on (laughs) call back to last week's episode yeah yeah well or a week before last you learned that learnt is actually a viable real word it's not just slang shorthand it's a real real deal word i will say that everyone who corrected me which i appreciate by the way i'm not sensitive to that kind of stuff they all said that it sounds weird to them but it is a word even though it is a word it's it still doesn't sound right to anybody Unless you live outside of the U.S. So there you go. Yeah. You know, we, we've we been at this for a little while, and we were full of shit last week. <laughs> and uh, just going to have to grit and bear it. 
just going to have to deal with that. So, congratulations. And moving right along. <laughs> you made me cry laugh this morning. Moving right along. Oh, but we did receive a, a handful of emails and questions, not just this week, but it's been a few weeks, and we wanted to be able to you know, share kind of our experience, reshare our experience, and give some advice and guidance, especially getting into the holidays, when it is so important to get those beautiful products or sales or yeah, whatever. This is know? our biggest time of year by far. I mean... It's important as a consumer. Yeah, we're really ramping it up right now in terms of the new release that's happening. And that will be at the end of next week, just in time for Black Friday weekend. How about that? God, this whole time of year goes by so fast, doesn't it? Oh, it sure does. It goes by so fast, doesn't it? (laughs) Just in three days, it'll be Halloween. And then in four days, Thanksgiving. And then all of a sudden, it's uh, New Year's Day. Yeah, that's why I want to decorate just just a tad early this year. Because I feel like it goes by too fast. And I put a lot of work into my holiday decor. So I want to, you know, I want to embrace it and enjoy it. Especially since we're going to be out of the house and gone a lot in December doing pop-up shops. And we're going to Palm Springs one weekend. So... I just really want to enjoy it while we're here. Well, if it, anyway. can, if it can be done, it, it shall be done. Yeah. So there we are. Look out for that video. <laughs> well, then why don't we just get into just some of these questions? These yeah. are, some of these questions might be easy to answer. Some of them might be really hard to answer or nearly impossible to answer. Uh, no, I think we got it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. I think we got it. Some of these are print shop related. We do manage the Ariel Vey print shop. Check out arielvey.com if you obviously are unfamiliar with uh, Arielle and her prints. She's a photographer. We do travel occasionally and we love to document the travels and beautiful imagery such as she creates. And then we make uh, some of those images available for purchase uh, to arielbay.com. Does that cover it? All much? true. But the print shop as it is now is not as it was when it oh, was originally God, designed no. and put out there. We've, yeah. we've said the expression that the print shop was originally developed to do one thing and that was hook up some friends and family with some prints we had too many options too many people were like i would love a picture of the this and we're like okay well and we were doing it kind of on the slide kind of on the on the side the slide side (laughs) doing it on the side slide and that was it was fun it was just kind of a hobby and we're like man it wouldn't it be great if we could cultivate this into like a thing and actually like every month we could make you know 50 60 bucks and pay for our cell phone bill that was it. That's all we expected. That's all we wanted. Now, it's a little foreshadowing because we obviously, it, it has evolved. It's evolved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no longer are we expecting 50 or $60 a month. The, the numbers were surprising at first, but now it's not all about being surprised all the time. Now it's about being strategic yeah. and taking it more serious. So yeah. the more serious that we've taken the business, the online shop, the better the online shop has performed over time. And now we actually have about two and a half years, a little less than two and a half years of data that we can look at and analyze and interpret and make a judgment call if we want to try this yeah. or try that. And it's it's always fun and exciting working on the print shop, but I think just one of the things that I think really keeps us in a positive state of mind is that we've never had expectations Mm -hmm. just like with the podcast it's kind of like the less expectations you put on something the better it'll be in the end because then you didn't have anything that was gonna like let you down or like a like I think you should make goals 
but at the same time it's like you know kind of about the print shop itself is how did you pick the theme and the style for your first collection how were you able to select the images you know when you have thousands of images that you take pick you know in your camera roll or your phone and you edit them and you have and they look great to you how'd you narrow it down I think the first thing was recognizing what did well on Instagram because that's my main hub of people and connection and community. So recognizing that and then pulling from that collection of images was kind of what made up the first round of prints. I don't think there was necessarily a theme to that first collection, but... A lot of flamingos, I remember. Flamingos, florals, sunsets, oceanside beach stuff, cars. I mean, we've we've put up so many prints and also taken so many down. A few hundred at this point. Yeah. So there might have been one that was up for, I don't know, a few months and then we were like, eh. But there are still prints available now that are from that first from release. From the first release. That yeah. have made it and stood the test of time. That are some of the most that are some of the best sellers but also some that aren't really selling and it's almost like a a sentimental value to keep them around yeah and we'll see we'll see how much longer some of these guys can can last you know (laughs) but the style of the website and like my branding i've always not always but i've used like the same font and look and feel for quite a few years now I feel like I feel like that hasn't really changed would you encourage that that people you know when you have a brand do you kind of fiddle faddle with your brand and messaging yeah I will say that at the beginning when I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do or what I was doing I kept redoing my logo on my own I remember and it's like your work will speak for itself your logo doesn't have to be some like grand unique cool thing and i was really getting held up on that Mm. i was like should i hire a graphic designer does this like it needs to be so cool and it needs to stand out and like i do agree i do think that i think that it should be unique and stand out but at the same time it shouldn't be something that slows you down like focus on the actual product and the work and then the branding should come second in my opinion okay so now the idea for the first collection and like the styles and all that, you you were confident about that. And then now it's out there. You know what pictures you want to show and you know you're doing this thing. How'd you pick who prints them, frames them? Oh, yeah. how, how did that kind of shape itself? Because there's a lot of printers out there. Yeah, we reached out to quite a few and spoke with quite a few, got some different samples and we ended up with simply framed who we've been with since the beginning and what i did at first honestly was just looked at some print shops that i really admired and i did some research about who they use for their distributors and then i went from there and i was like okay well there's there's a few different ones but the main one was simply framed and then we had a really good phone call with them and we got some samples back and they looked really great and i really loved the more high-end paper that they offer and eventually we wanted to get into offering canvas and we did you know same process we tried out a bunch and we found one that 
we really liked and they were super efficient with their shipping and we just love them so that's canvas hq and they're a family-owned business and really 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 great customer service there and we i just feel like we found like a really nice sweet spot of managing how everything works and it took you know it took a while definitely took a while yeah and part of the reason it took a while was we wanted to feel the prints in our hands and see how the colors kind of came to life because depending on what paper you printed on and how big it can always be like a beautiful snowflake it just keeps changing so you could have a nice pretty sunset pick but then you print it on this paper that paper that matte that moab lazul hamul photo rag or this canvas (laughs) or that you know and you it it comes out differently and we were really passionate about making sure we're not just going to send it to somebody we want to see what this example would look like so there's some overhead there. You yeah. know, you're going to make an investment to ensure that it's the right thing. It's what you intended. Totally. So the like the Hamul photo rag is what we found through Simply Framed has got such a great paper quality. It's like cardstock, but it's still kind of malleable and it looks great. It feels great in your hands. Yeah. And then on the wall, it just looks great in the frame. I mean, but there are other options that we went through that some were more expensive that were probably nicer. You know, on an even higher level. There's not that many that's pretty, pretty high up there. But there's some that obviously are lower mm-hmm. quality, thinner. Colors don't show up as well. Yeah, and then one of my goals from the beginning was to make these prints as accessible as possible. That was another question is asking you about how did we come up with the pricing? That is all you. And the train. And the train, baby. Me and the train agree. You know, pricing is agree. pricing is a very interesting element pricing is actually now lower than it was when we launched yeah but the and also since we launched you know full disclosure the wholesale pricing has changed you know that that happens uh, all the time it happens (laughs) so while the pricing has changed and our pricing has actually gone down over time i would love an opportunity to make the pricing go down even further who's with me (laughs) right 100 percent off but you know we're 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 working at that and that's that's a kind of another element of of advice is you should never just hang your hat on any process you you got you know i love the analogy that picture your business or operations right and if it's in a big office space and there's a bunch of busy bees running around you got a marketing department with 10 people and the sales office with six people and the what's that called the HR department you got Carol and HR you know making sure everything's working and so they got all these people doing all these things working full time they all have a role to play well we don't have that you know it's just Ariel and I and occasionally we bring somebody in to help with this and that and you might be in a similar position maybe you have more resources maybe you have less but those responsibilities of that big office they still exist they still should be something in your mind and every day you could spend a full-time hours working at just one thing. Right. Your designs, your website, your back-end, you know, email collection or marketing efforts. Like there's a million things that the big businesses are doing on a daily basis. How much are you in to those things? Yeah, and just to touch on the pricing a little bit more, I remember when 
we were kind of trying to find that sweet spot of, okay, we're going to start with the 8x10. Like, how much is the 8x10 print, the smallest product when we launched? What is that going to be? And you just went up from there, and it was like, when that guy on A Beautiful Mind is, like, doing the math on, like, the... <laughs> that's what, I, that's what like... I was like. I had so many post-it <laughs> notes everywhere. You know, because I... But I it took a lot of, like, strategic... math and time to figure out what it should be and then what our margins were going to be and then if we sold this many eight by tens like how much would we make and like doing all that math was crazy the goal was to make sure that we could turn a profit because you know we want to have some kind of margin in there but at the same time my biggest goal was i looked up probably a hundred print shops online oh yeah easily a hundred probably more but i'm giving myself a break Probably a, a, oh, maybe 105 print shops online. 100 or 105. 108. Maybe 110. A bunch of print shops online. People that are well-known. People that are unknown. And I literally made a spreadsheet about their pricing. Yeah. I made a big old Excel spreadsheet, which did me wonders because I love playing on a big old grid on a computer. Ugh. So I'm working through that. <laughs> and what I learned through that is what the average price was for all of those different print shops. And it was really high it was an it was a valuation for like an 8 by 10 11 well, by 14 16 by 20 that was to me as a consumer as to me as a guy that doesn't know what i'm doing it seemed like a, a pretty tall amount yeah i will say that i think that there's a there's a handful of different kinds of people that look at it in so many different ways i think that someone might look at that expensive one and think like this is correct for this quality of art. And then someone might look at it and be like, I can't spend that much on an 8x10 print. Yeah, I was... So it just totally speaking, depends. I was speaking 100% from my perspective okay, yeah. as a guy that might occasionally buy art, which I do, and how much I think art was worth. Yeah. Whether the art's good or not is up to me as the consumer. I get to decide how good the art is to yeah. me. You could be the best artist in the world or an unknown person. The art's the art. The picture's the picture. The thing is the the music is the music. And so it's up to the consumer, the 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 customer mm-hmm. to decide what it's worth. So you might put a product out there and you're not charging enough or you're charging too little. You'll only find out by putting it out there. Yeah. So to me I wanted to make the art available for honestly as as inexpensive as possible. Yeah. I wanted, I just wanted everyone to have, you know, your art in their house. Yeah, that was if, what I wanted. I, if, instead of turning a profit, I want just your art in everyone's house. That's the goal. And obviously the framed prints are priced accordingly, just like the prints are themselves. And same with the canvas. But I think that I, I want to keep it this way for as long as possible. And we do have sales all the time, which is another great way to market. And great way to give people a discount. So, and then when you were figuring out all that math and stuff, you also factored in, okay, how much can we give for a discount without going into the red and still making a profit? Like we know those numbers now and we know what we can do with that. Definitely. Yeah. You want to have the opportunity to give stuff away Yeah. and give it away at a discount. I wish we could do an even bigger discount right now all the time 
Before we dive into the rest of the questions, we're going to take a moment to hear about our sponsor for today. How about it? How about that? How about it? I'm all about that. I'm all about it. Well, today's episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Have you ever been in a rut creatively? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Getting out of that rut is easier said than done, especially when you got a busy schedule. I don't know anybody that doesn't have a busy schedule these days. Just People just get busier and busier. Maybe you're trying to get back into an old passion, or maybe you're trying to learn something brand new and fuel and expand your creative fire. Well, it's called Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community for the creator in all of us. Hey, How about that? he just pointed at me. <laughs> they have literally thousands of classes online. It's like on demand, but for classes. You can learn stuff about graphic design, creative writing, animation, music production, film video editing it's literally the list is endless i'm here for the video editing i'm really getting into it you can learn at your own pace you name it they probably have a class on it so go get inspired join a class create something that you love all you got to do is go to www.skillshare.com backslash all about it and the fun doesn't end there you get two (laughs) months free by using that link www.skillshare.com backslash all about it Two whole months, unlimited access, thousands of classes. What, what else can we say? We're all about it. 100%. Thanks, Skillshare. Next question, Bargles. Hit me with your banter. Another question that came up, and I feel like this was asked maybe, I don't know, over a dozen times. Which one? Was from people that were expressing this feeling. And I think we've, we've been there, and sometimes we are there, and we will be there again. But it's this feeling of, I don't know where to go next. I don't know what to do. Like, when it, like I have my business. I'm getting sales. I want more. And I feel like I'm doing a lot, but I'm not. I feel like my wheels are just spinning. I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Every day is a challenge, but you don't feel like you're getting progress. My biggest thing, and I, the thing that I enjoy the most well, I enjoy all of it, but the thing that I enjoy the most is doing stories on Instagram. And I think that that's like a huge way to show product in video form. And I find that the more that I talk to the camera and like really connect with people is when things start to happen, whether I intended to or not. It could be it could be a story about us like in the kitchen, just goofing off like something I would do normally. And it will it will equate to sales eventually. Like, I think that if someone is trying to have an online shop or direct people to something, I think that connecting with people like that is probably my number one piece of advice. Or another thing that we've done in the past that I'd love to do more of is send product to influencers, which is a great way to spread the word so take that into consideration. I mean, there's always room for negotiating. And if you want to try that, like, you know, no, no one's stopping you. You got it. <laughs> That's so. And then on top of giving to a influencer or, or, you know, a YouTuber or something like that, maybe, maybe you do give, maybe you give to them and yeah. they don't give you a shout out or they give you a shout out and it doesn't have a big reaction. No matter yeah. what you put, you just put yourself out there. We're also people that believe you put yourself out there long enough, the universe will see you. Yeah. And like, who's to say that that person 
got your gift maybe loves it loves it didn't necessarily say anything online but they have a friend come over and they're like where'd you get that piece of art and then that's one more person that's now found out about you Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll buy something off of the website like you just never know who's gonna see it or who's watching or who knows who or who's talking to who like this is a perfect example of how we got our Mateo print into world market Like, you never, ever, ever know who is watching you because of somebody else or why it's happening. Like, that took, I mean, we had one print in there that isn't there anymore that was online for a little bit. And now there's one in stores all over the place. And I never, ever thought that that would happen. And it's real now. And it's like... And once that door is open, yeah. now we've walked through that door a bunch of times. Yeah. So is that it's always a shock when a door opens. Yeah. But then it becomes less and less of a shock when you just keep on walking through it. Yeah, you know? totally. So, yeah, that's a big one. Another question that we got was all about customer service. We got this from a few people asking, who does, who does our customer service when it comes to the print shop? And that's a bargles. <laughs> it's a spicy bargles. I... <laughs> Yeah, you know, most of the time, I'd say 95% of the time, you know, I'm the customer service department. It's one of my favorite departments of the job that I have. Not only that, but you get back to people within an hour, I would say 90% of the time or more. Yeah, typically. Yeah, Yeah. which is awesome because I have so many things that I'm doing during the day and we have the other email account, which is for my campaigns and just general inquiries and it a lot comes through there and then we have the shop email which bargles manages which is awesome and we get to look at that together and talk about stuff of what's going on and that's how we talk to our distributors and everything is kept in one place there which I would highly recommend if you're starting an online store or if you have one I would separate those emails right now. Oh, yeah. Compartmentalize. Yeah. That's just for organization. Makes a lot of sense. Make a new email specifically for your shop. And I get back to people as fast as I can. Not Well, there's a couple reasons why. First off, being a mom and pop shop, (laughs) which is what we is, there's there's disadvantages and there's advantages. You know, I I heard this expression like the the more the more employees you have at a business, you're like a big boat. Right, you're like a big old cruise ship, and you're just moving along. And if you only have one or two people, you're like a canoe, and you can move any which way you want. You can pivot, you can move this way, move that way. You can go fast, you can go slow. But the more and more people, the more and more responsibilities, obligations, the bigger you are, it's harder to slow down, it's harder to speed up, it's harder to maneuver. You're just kind of going, and you know that's that's its own blessing and and curse in a way. But for us. We can't control everything. You know, we're not self-printing. We have a printer simply framed. And we love what they do. They have excellent customer service and their response to stuff getting damaged in delivery. Hey, we live in a world filled with glass and wood. It happens. And it happens. You know, sometimes. Not very often. Not very often. I'd say of the X amount of orders in the past two years, I can count the issues that we've had on two hands. Yeah. On two Which hands, is crazy to and me. I remember every one of them pretty darn well. What yeah. happened? This frame got busted, and there's not a single case that something went wrong that we did not make right. And it's not just hey, it's busted. Here's a new thing. 
you give them a discount, you expedite the shipping, you you upgrade the order. There's always something that you can yeah. do in your back pocket to make somebody happy. Yeah. And if you have the tool to make them happy and you know you have the tool to make them happy, you got to use that tool. So yeah. I love that. I, I don't wait till Monday if it's a Saturday afternoon. I'll, I email on the weekends. To me, it's just good service. Yeah. Another thing is, um, and this has happened, I don't even like maybe three times in the past two years, someone will get the wrong print. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very rarely that'll happen. And then we just immediately expedite the one that they wanted. Send a reissue or with a they, discount. You know, I've had people get the wrong print and they prefer it. Yeah, there you go. They're still going to get what they paid for. Or or you'll get the wrong print and we'll refund you half the order if yeah. it was two. This is it's just I, it's so case by case. That's only happened maybe three or four times in two and yeah. a half years. Yeah. So case by case. But do all you can to make it right. Even if nothing was your fault or anyone's fault. It doesn't matter. Human error exists and that's that's how it goes. But when someone emails you, and in this case, when they email the print shop, it's usually not going to be what you how should I phrase this it might not be a good thing they're emailing about yeah they might be emailing saying hey I got my print it's the wrong print hey I got my frame you know the frames busted hey I got my canvas and it didn't come with a wall hanging kit these are things that are completely outside of our 100% control and we're also not the people that were uh, necessarily responsible for this error right it just happened you know someone ups you know something drops on someone's foot who knows weather maybe it's raining and they get the prints get wet things happen or fedex they deliver it to the wrong address right stuff happens but how you react to an issue is going to be the biggest indicator of how successful your business could be Mm -hmm. my dad jerry used to tell me this all the time when i was in the hotel days Back when your main man Bennett back here and again was a manager of a property here in Southern California. And I was checking people in and checking them out, baby. And there's issues at a hotel. Not going to lie. Most hotels you've ever been to, they got issues. Whenever day you're checking in, they're going to have a problem that day. It's just, a, it's just a numbers game. You know, you have hundreds of rooms. You're going to have a couple problems. So you should expect and anticipate the problems and get very good at managing through those problems, those expectations, those stresses, there's not a single problem I think you'll ever experience that you can't handle or work through. And the, what I guess what I'm getting to is it's another opportunity to interact. Just like you were mentioning that one of the chief things in building your brand and your personality is interacting, you know, getting on stories and commenting on posts and, you know, sharing your love for the peop- for these people because you have that in you and you love the product and all these things, you have an opportunity to connect with this person. And maybe they're happy. Maybe they're just saying, hey, I got my order. I loved it. You can't just leave it there. Now you give them a, a discount code for the rest of their life. You know, you say, thank you. Here you go. Or we do, we do giveaways about once a month ish uh, yeah, yeah ish yeah we try and do a giveaway about once a month keep an eye out this holiday season though because we're ramping it You're up right baby probably also, the biggest giveaway of all time is coming also another thing that we've done is compiled all of the repeat customers that have purchased how many more how many times or more three times or, or more. more 
We made a list of those people and sent them... Their preferred customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They've all received a unique discount code that's just for them. And they get a, a fat discount whenever they want. Usually it's the kind of discount that we only do during like a Black Friday weekend. They get it yeah, year, year round. round. And for the people that order bulk purchases or order a lot from us, which we obviously love and adore them we give them a really hefty hefty discount as well and encourage them if they ever need guidance pairing suggestions we have people email us a picture of a blank wall and then we photoshop our stuff onto the blank wall and say hey what do you think of that we you know you if you have a conversation keep the conversation going yeah so connecting good stuff it's all about connection (laughs) it's all about connection what i was really thinking about during you know, I was reading through a lot of these questions that we received was how we all are smarter than we give ourselves credit for. Like the answers to a lot of the questions we ask, I feel like deep down, a lot of us know the answer already. Yeah. Just by the virtue of asking the question, I think we know the answer deep down. Yeah. So people are, what can I do? What's What should my next step be? Well, there is, as we've said, there's no step one, step two, step three to follow all the time but there are things that you can do yeah so if you don't know what those things are think about the things that you are doing to make your business more presentable more visible or just have or just a better product think about the things you do do are you doing it as well as you could right are you spending as much time just on that that's just the stuff you know so then the stuff you don't know i challenge you Ask yourself this question. What don't I know? What am I not doing? And I think before you even Google something, you know the answer to what you're not doing. Don't we? Don't we know what we're not doing? There's definitely a few things right now that I know that I'm not doing that would benefit the print shop. Can you share? Can Is that, is that too, TMI? Oh, no. I think um, one of them is photographing more product on the walls for the website that's a goal of mine to get up pretty soon here revamping the site revamping the site um making the product shots better and more just i guess more lifestyle driven Mm. if that makes sense it's always been a big goal of mine and i think that if you are if you are on your own and you have a lot of goals for your business or something like what I'm talking about just make a list prioritize the list and take it as you can and don't be too hard on yourself because it is a lot of freaking work and it does take time yeah so just take it day by day and do what you can and I think that if you just accomplish things little by little you'll just be proud of yourself at the end of every day and then it'll eventually come into fruition and you'll feel a lot better but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We all kind of know that there's always more that can be done. Totally. But that's not a death sentence. You know, that's oh, something yeah. to be excited about, I think. Yeah. It's... Like uh, Kumail Nanjiani, if I'm saying his name right, I'm a big fan of his. He's an actor and in a bunch of great movies. He was and, the main guy in The Big Sick. Yeah. And he, he was interviewed with, I think, on Conan, mm-hmm. talking about how he would love to play this video game and he bought the video game. He's so excited to play the video game, but there's never a moment that he can sit down and play the video game. Hmm. He's always too busy. 
and he feels he doesn't feel like this sense of regret or urgency like man i wish i could play the video game he knows that if he sat down to play the video game there's no no time while he's playing that game is he leveling up in other places of his life hmm. and he's at the pl- stage in his career he's blowing up and oh, I, yeah. I couldn't be more happier happier for the guy and and excited for what he's working on and all this stuff i'm a i'll i'll be there fanboying all the way down the road but (laughs) there's a it's then you have to look a little deeper and i see the connection i see the connection between how hard he's working how committed he is to his craft like he says he's reading scripts or talking to people about projects or doing stand-up or writing he'll do those things which is work instead of playing a video game which he was excited to do i want to play this game i bought the game Yeah, if you ever think to yourself, like, wow, this person, like, they're doing so many different things and they're making it look so easy. Totally. It's not. And they are doing a lot of things and it's a lot of work. There's nothing that you see (laughs) out in the world, in, like, the entertainment world, the creative world, or on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere. Like, you don't, nothing you see a product or anything else just magically appears it's the culmination of sleepless nights hard work bad ideas poor diet messed up situations <laughs> that like you have to overcome yeah. and you and just and then you learn and then you grow and good things are happening and then guess what Bang, you get knocked down because something didn't happen or a deal you thought yeah. you were gonna get you don't get like all the things that you haven't experienced yet they're coming they're on the way but it's only going to come from you putting in the time and keep on tweaking it. Keep on trying to figure out how this paper airplane can fly a little bit better. Yeah, I've done a couple things that have taught me great lessons. And I'm I'm grateful for the lessons. And also just you. there's nothing like going through something that teaches you something that maybe wasn't so great in the moment. But it ends up bringing something to fruition later that you never thought would happen it's pretty crazy it only happens if you put in the time yeah yeah before we go i just before we go (laughs) before we go wake me up before you go one thing that we didn't mention that i wanted to is that all of our prints and everything is made to order oh sure we we only have prints and frames and canvas in stock if we're prepping for a pop-up shop hello segue which we are love a good segue we have two pop-up shops coming up one is the weekend of thanksgiving mark your freaking calendar <laughs> yeah baby. guys one is thanksgiving weekend saturday and sunday in oceanside it's called the merry makers fair and it's inside of Artist Alley. And if you just look up Mary Makers Fair Oceanside, you'll get all the details. You're a stone's throw from the Oceanside Pier. Yeah, it's so right downtown Oceanside. Hopefully the weather is great. It should be so much fun. They got local artisans with all kinds of artis, artisan, artisanal art. Yeah, so that starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday, November 30th in Oceanside and again Mary Makers Fair if you google it and you're local to North County you'll definitely find it and another fun thing about that one is that my sister Draft and Ink is going to be there too and she is doing 
really cute custom calligraphy stuff. So if you want to check out her shop, she's going to be popping up too. And then we are also going to be a part of Maker's Arcade this year, which is the following weekend. And that is December 7th and 8th at the Broadway Pier in San Diego. So that is... Got some fun stuff coming up. Yeah, it's huge. Maker's Arcade is like, we're really excited. Stoked. This is our first time doing it, and I'm just super honored to be a part of it. And there's going to be tons of food and drinks and a ton of... I think there's 100 makers at that one. Even if you just went and... I think it's only five bucks. It is a $5 admission, but I went... It's a party. I've been every holiday season, and it is truly incredible. I mean, both pop-up shops are, but um, Makers Arcade with the admission definitely... Uh, last minute shopping yeah. if you need some help that's the place to go yes i couldn't agree more so merry makers fair the weekend of thanksgiving and then makers arcade the weekend of december 7th and 8th and if you just google you'll find all the times and details parking all that fun God, stuff so we'll have new prints available with us new prints. we'll have old prints available the oldies are goodies we'll have canvases all that fun stuff so come say hi if you're around and we'd love to meet you i think that's one of my favorite parts about pop-up shops is just meeting people in person i get so excited so much fun yeah and if you came what should we give people like a secret word if they came from the podcast I mean, if you listen to the podcast and you come to a pop up shop, what should the they secret say? word is banana? <laughs> that secret, no. secret word again is banana. <laughs> Forget it. Don't have. Don't say a word. Right. I'll get. Hey, I'll give you. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> if someone says that to us, I'm gonna cry. Laugh. I'll tell you this too. Obviously, if you're an all about it listener, we love you, baby. We can't. We're so inspired by you, and we appreciate you tuning in. We hope that you took something from this episode all about running an online shop. We could and, keep going. Oh, we co. Oh, we probably will have a part two, no doubt. But we're really excited for this coming holiday season and the new print release. Keep an eye out on the website, and we will talk to you guys next week. Till next time. Until next time. Oh, rate and review. Don't forget. We love you. Oh, how about that? Yeah, a rating or review on iTunes would yeah. be appreciated, of course. It helps more people get in touch with the all about it world and you may man bend it back here and again and without further ado uh i'll see you next week this time yes <laughs> a nighty night nighty night <laughs>